that sound you hear, Rob, is the sound of Halloween leaving. The, the crackling of leaves as they usher out the door. The rattling of bones. The rolling of pumpkins. The arrival of turkeys. Yeah. Pilgrims and spades. Yes, out with the pumpkins and in with the fucking fancy buckle shoes. All the... And oh, the buckle, hat, buckle hats. Buckle hats. Buckle everything. Pilgrims just buckled the fuck out of their life. Yeah. That's how they rolled. They killed indigenous peoples when they weren't feasting on their generosity. Yeah. And they buckled the fuck out of you. They were like yeah. the original image characters, just buckles. <laughs> totally. <laughs> they just buckle, yeah. absolutely designed buckles. the pilgrims in some weird time warp. They probably had ankle armor. We just didn't know about it. And weird shoulder pads. Oh, tote. Cool Can, swords. No one ever does. You know, they got steampunk and all this like Gotham by Gaslight and other cool shit. Where's my, where's all my fucking pilgrim? Your pilgr- love? Yeah, my pilgrim heroes, my pilgrim porn. Yeah, alternate. I want pilgrims, alternate yeah. pilgrim, pilgrim reality. I don't think I want pilgrim porn. Pilgrim porn. I mean, I'm talking across the board. Like, I want pilgrim Spanish melodramas. I want. Oh all yeah, of I'll it. do that. Like every like form a, of a, entertainment. A pilgrim novella. Why not? Yeah, it'd be nice. Pilgrim MMA fighting. Oh yeah, oh, oh. that'd be fucking sweet. Oh, the musket in the dusket. <laughs> Coming to Madison Nothing Square Garden. Nothing with muskets. <laughs> That's not like a boxing match. Yeah, there's well, the equivalent, sort yeah, of. I mean, well, you know, it's MMA. Yeah, just but it's like two muskets crossed. Oh, and yeah, just these two mean-looking pilgrims. Oh, mutton chops, big yeah, hats. Yeah, fuck yeah. Oh, anyway, we all are going to miss Halloween. We love Halloween. But as a fat bastard, I must say, I really don't mind the follow-up of Thanksgiving. Well, f- food. The food. The food and the friends and the drinking and the friends and the food and the drinking and the friends. And okay. the food. I'm not, big, I'm not big on the thing. Eight pounds of sausage stuffing, all for me, because nobody eats it. Oh, so good. Some people eat it, but I make so much stuffing. Your stuffing is excellent. I, I end up eating it. like really yeah. good. a third of your stuffing every year. It's yeah, so well, I make one gigantic of the sausage and one yeah. regular, and <clears> I usually take home at least a whole one. It's all together. It's I'm always looking forward to it. The day actually somebody that somebody comes to your family's house on Thanksgiving and eats mm. most of your sausage, stu- sausage stuffing, if you excuse me, I'm already salivating here. I know, right? I me will too. be in mourning. It's so good. He makes he makes a fine sausage. Well, stuffing. Halloween is the end of the year for me. And I have, I, have to ha- I have to hibernate now until the spring arrives. Well, why? Because you're an Easter fan or just no, because the warm I don't, weather brings you out? I don't, I don't like Easter out. either. I'm just very anti everything past Halloween until like the summer. Obviously, we're not going to Until Halloween Christmas. again. Yeah. No, All right. So, yeah, it's over. And we had a fun paranormal romp. We did. And I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, but now we're going to get back to our roots. Back our to calling. Cre- yeah, back Real to the old creatures. The, the old That crypto- definitely exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The old cryptozoology, and actually, this uh, this episode's been requested uh, quite a few times. Uh, but before we get started, welcome to the Cryptonaut Podcast. I am Mark Stores, and with me, as always, is Chris Gonzalez and excuse me, Rob Morphy. Back to our cryptozoology roots. This week, we're talking about the Murfreesboro Mud Monster, a classic again of seventies crazy monster mania all right well let's get started with during the summer of 1973 the town of murfreesboro illinois became the epicenter of one of the most infamous cases of monster mania on record when terrified locals reported a series of extraordinary encounters with a huge hairy mud slathered monstrosity which tormented the citizens of this small community for near two weeks before its reign of terror abruptly ended resulting in one of the strangest and in some ways most frightening cases in the history of crypto 
zoology. How can you live up wow. to that hype? It's Ooh. a lot. I mean, that's a huge intro that I'm going to have a fun time editing for Twitter, but you know what? I'm excited. Yeah, and you did a very good job reading it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah I nailed not it, bad, actually. Not bad. You know, yeah, because yeah, I'm in mourning from Halloween, but that's fine. <laughs> live, live in my pain. You that's know what? Okay. We're going to drink our way through it. We're going to hug our way through it. No, because gonna, my year's over it. until the summer. I'm shutting down emotionally and spiritually and physically. I'm done. Can, can you be here for us just for, while, for we're, you guys, while we're course. at the table? I'm, I'm, okay, always, well, I'm always here for you guys, but not my wife and kids. It's, that's how I That's fair. I mean, no one was asking you to be like like way out there. No. That's just ridiculous. Rain it You hide in Skyrim. I no, actually, uh, we'll get into video games next episode, but there's a new okay. game cause th- that's coming out oh, Okay, tomorrow. Big money. All right. Skyrim? I wish. I'm not. <laughs> the skyiest I'm of real, I'm having a real bad Bethesda week, okay? They're, they, 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 they fucked up 76. I'm super pissed about it. Anyway, oh, right. we'll talk okay. about this later. All right. I'm fucking super pissed, and someone hit my fucking truck. Robert, let's talk about the fucking Murfreesboro Mud Monster. The Big Muddy River is a winding 156-mile-long mud-bottom river that cuts a swath through southern Illinois before merging with the mighty Mississippi in Jackson County, just south of Grand Tower Island. So, if you know southern Illinois, that meant a lot to you. If you don't, thank you, Google Maps. We yeah. don't. Yeah. You know this. We right have troubles past Pennsylvania. Renowned by anglers looking to land bluegill, catfish, bullhead, and many breeds of bass, Legend has it that the river was once a conduit for a much larger, excuse me, a much larger and much more dangerous animal. Oh, the dangers of the river. It's a dangerous river. It's a muddy river. Is this a song? It's actually called the Big Muddy River. It is filthy. There's a bunch of mud. Down. Yeah. It's all silt and mayhem. It's gross. (laughs) The first known encounter with this beast, which would come to be known as the Murfreesboro Mud Monster, or, of course, the Big Muddy Monster occurred at approximately midnight on June 25th, 1973. The eyewitnesses were a young couple, Randy Needham and Judy Johnson, who were parked by a desolate boat ramp surrounded by woods at the foot of 23rd Street in Riverside Park, which overlooked the murky waters of the Big Muddy River. In classic Montague versus Capulet fashion, Judy's father had expressly forbidden his daughter from dating Randy, which is why the pair chose such an isolated location for their illicit rendezvous. It would be a decision which they would soon come to regret. Oh, is this like, like their version mm. of like bull point? Oh, totally. Is the, the, they're going there to do math homework, right? This is like yeah. every oh, classic. Yeah. Yeah. Study. Yeah, study. 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 Algebraic. Yeah. Yep. No, this is like like every like either fifties drive-in film or every urban or I guess not even urban legend, suburban, rural legend where you your it starts it starts on a lover's lane. Yeah. Couple are necking. Yeah. Shit goes haywire. There you go. That's how it works. So I leave the necking alone. The couple claimed that they were listening to the radio, debating about when they should leave, and presumably doing what couples are wont to do, when they were both startled by an ear-piercing roar, which Needham compared to an eagle shrieking into a microphone. That's a real fucking oh, right. specific noise. That's a really <laughs> offensive yet very yeah, no, specific noise. Remember that time that we heard that eagle shrieking into a microphone at a Ted Nugent concert? Yeah, exactly. Maybe? Like, I mean, you well, won't forget it. Seventy-three. So no, I don't know <laughs> the, if that would be Ted Nugent. Would be Nuge. It might, it might be pre Nuge. Pre Nuge. But you know, that time that the band brought the eagle out and it shrieked into the microphone like that. Judy had a slightly different take. Oh. Judy claimed it sounded more like a screeching eagle combined with an elephant's roar. So. 
Oh, whoa, okay. So a trumpeting right. elephant cool. and an eagle. And an eagle. Randy dropped the elephant. It's in, just into a microphone. pumping it right into the fucking amps. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Going direct. Either way, the blood-curdling sound seemed to emanate from the thick underbrush not far from Randy's car. He quickly snapped off the radio and scanned the area, listening intently. Suddenly, another horrific shriek echoed through the night. Randy noticed a rattling of the brush in front of them and flicked on the headlights. Judy gasped as they both saw and smelled a huge, foul-scented creature lumbering toward them. A creature whose very existence would test the limits of their imagination. So as soon as you see it, you smell Mm-mm. it? Yeah, like dank. This gross, like, like this covered in sludge and nasty shit. Its appearance, which is very distinctive, and we're going to get to that soon, um, is matched by just how prolifically stankful this thing was. Okay. Well, stankful. I mean, some cryptids fucking stink, man. They're, yeah, wild, they're wild animals. What are you going to do? And you fucking, know? apparently, mud monsters. Yeah. yeah. Sheep squash don't smell like roses. No, they do not. Randy wasted no time in cranking the key in the ignition and accelerating away from the scene. As the pair entered more civilized territory, they drove in stunned silence for a few minutes before discussing whether or not they should report their sighting to the police. Judy knew full well that once they made an official report, it would reveal their secret romance. But she decided that the trouble she was bound to get into would be nothing compared to what damage that monster might be capable of or the lives that might be endangered because they'd been too too afraid to go to the authorities. It was at that moment that the selfless duo determined to make a beeline for the Murfreesboro police station. I mean, good on them for being like, hey, you know, our love is our love and it is our love. And it's our private secret love love that my dad hates. That he cannot know about our private secret love of loves. But maybe we ought to tell people in case they, that way they don't get fucking attacked by this big shit smelling monster. They want one to love their love and they don't want their love to be fucked up by this smelly jerk. They Mm -hmm. can't enjoy their love. Of, love, of their own love. Of their own love. Yeah, if the other two lovers yeah. were decimated exactly. by said monster. Because of their own love. Because of, of their love. Yeah, if, if this love could they be need destroyed. To keep their love secret. By their own love. <laughs> it would corrupt the love they had and no one would have love. Nobody Because gets... two would be dead yeah. and two would be unable to love each other because of guilt. Yeah, and then there's no touching or necking oh, no. in that part ever again. Guilt kills the boners. <laughs> yeah. Well... No, it don't. No, it don't. Don't lie. It don't. I don't. I've never been aroused by feeling terribly guilty about something. Yeah, it's it's, it's tough. You get over things. Oh my god. Yeah. We'll go to therapy later, buddy. (laughs) Christy. I don't think I want to hear your theory on boner recovery. (laughs) The still breathless couple rushed into the station. Former patrolman, now retired Murfreesboro Police Chief Ron Manwaring made an effort to calm the duo down and tried to get them to explain what happened. Randy and Judy made out what is known as an unknown creature report. I know. Really? That's books of the police? I, I guess that's what you do when it's a creature and I mean, it's unknown. That's an option. Like, yeah, unknown. And you saw unknown creature. Was it a squirrel? Unknown no. creature. Raccoon? No. Here's the report. (laughs) Please file this under unknown creature. Describing an animal that looked like an oversized gorilla, nearly eight feet tall with matted, mud-streaked white hair. Manwaring felt that the couple's account was lent credibility due to the fact that they risked exposing their alleged indiscretions, which would no doubt bring them not only public ridicule, but perhaps more alarmingly, Judy's father's wrath. Claiming 
there was no advantage for them to come and report this. While the officers who took down the couple's statement were understandably skeptical about the event, they dutifully sent out two officers to investigate the report. Within minutes, Officer Merrill Lindsay and Jimmy Nash had returned to the boat ramp in the Riverside Park area to inspect the scene. Officer Nash was the first to discover a plethora of peculiar tracks approximately 10 to 12 inches long and about 3 inches wide, deeply impressed in the mud. That is Wait, what? just a weird thing. Like so, okay. 10 to 12 long, but only Th- 3, three inches, inches wide. wide? Yeah, that's like a fucking, like a... Like a bird. Like a zap, Yeah, or like a... Yeah, I guess it would be, yeah, like a bird footprint. That's weird. There's photographs. And, and they're stupid long and real thin? Yeah. That's weird. But they don't spread? <clears throat> There's I don't no, like, toes? Like, yeah, what do you mean? Like, how does that... Uh, no, they're just sort of in the mud. Okay, weird. <laughs> just right. splooped. It's got really weird ankles, I guess. Oh, you know, you know it's feet. more like a like a kangaroo, right? They have, yeah, or, yeah, they have long, but they don't have super but, spread out. Yeah, but not the really. toes are pretty yeah, broad. Yeah, but not super spread out. I was thinking out, like a giraffe, maybe, but they have what? Like, they have, they have, they have they, hooves. They have hooves, yeah. So yeah. it wouldn't be, it wouldn't no, look like that. Yeah. yeah, the long thin feet of the uh, giraffe. Yeah. <laughs> what zoo did you go <laughs> to? Oh my god, biology, biology, biology. Look, you guys know that I don't know a lot of things about a lot of stuff. Okay. All right. Fair enough. And especially animals. But this does sound like you said a bird. It does. Kind of. Try to save myself kind of. here. It's, it's, it's odd. It ain't okay. a goddamn duck, I'll tell you that right now. But they're in the mud okay. by the riverbank. Weird. Nash claimed that as he bent over to inspect the prince, he was shocked to hear a horrifyingly shrill screech nearby. The officer, who admitted that he initially thought the story might be little more than hogwash, described the hideous sound as the most incredible shriek I've ever heard. It was in those bushes. It was no bobcat or screech owl. We hightailed it out of there. Oh, screech owl. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Well, they screech. Yeah, exactly. It's true. It's an apt description. <clears throat> in the frenzy of the moment, Officer Lindsay dropped his firearm, according to Nash. We ran. I don't mind saying it. We plain ran. My partner lost his revolver and had to go back the next day to find it. Now, when a policeman drops his gun and runs, you know he's scared. Officer fucking drops Try to a live lot. That down. Jesus oh, yeah, well, or just incompetent. Merrill was yeah, getting really. rafts of shit from that moment well, on. He should. Oh, yeah. When you drop your gun, yeah, man. What the fuck? I mean, but if you hear the fucking the Nugent Eagle shrieking into the fucking microphone a few you, feet away in the bushes, yeah. you're going to get startled you sometimes. grab onto that shit. You're a trained officer. Yeah, man. You what you're supposed to be doing? You shouldn't be dropping your firearm. No. Off, like I said, Officer fucking Butterfingers over here fucking dropping the gun. I'm what just trying do? to give the man a little slack. If you guys want to be dicks about it, that's okay. Oh, so now, you, now we're the problem. Wow. I didn't say it, but if that's how you identify it. Wow. Fine. Go on. Chris and I, the problem wow. over here, will be judging his lack of fucking firearm stability. <laughs> Yeah, as I said it. Let me continue. Officers Nash and Lindsay quickly went back to the station to report their findings and losings and gather up <laughs> more men for the search party. The officers later estimated that whatever had made the sharp cry had been no more than 300 feet away from them at the time. Approximately two hours later at 2 a.m. on the 26th of June, Nash and Lindsay returned to the scene accompanied by Officer Bob Scott and the original eyewitness Randy Needham. Got to give him points for balls. Okay. Yeah, he's going back. Mm-hmm. The, he's not going to drop his gun. <laughs> the quartet swiftly discovered another spate of tracks near the river. As Lindsay ran back to the patrol car to retrieve a camera, the remainder of the group intrepidly, though one imagines cautiously, followed the prince along the mud-slicked bank. 
Without warning, the stillness of the black night was shattered by the same horrible, unearthly scream that Randy and Nash had heard earlier. Fear rapidly usurped curiosity as the trio of men summarily abandoned their search and raced back for the safety of the patrol car. Everyone just hightailing it out of there. Man, those cops are quick to run. They are. They are. I mean, you're a cop. You're armed. Everyone's yeah, armed. It was just a screechy. I mean, that, yeah, but I really? Mean, like that's, and it was described already as like eight feet tall. But and, again, and, I mean, and you, they say, but, uh, you know, like 350, 400 pounds, that's going to be a, a reoccurring uh, theme. But I think people yeah. really underestimate weird, that. You know, like weird I think feet. people just didn't know what, say, 350 pound people looked like back then. Because right. if something's yeah, eight, eight foot tall and broad that's like gonna the be Hulk, more right. than that. that's like seven, lot, 800 pounds a probably. Lot more than that. Okay. But regardless, they know this thing is huge and filthy and, and screechable. So I can understand why they'd be intimidated. I mean, you don't sign up for that when you're a small town deputy. Yeah, but, no, but cops, I mean, I mean you I don't, don't book. You're trained to not book. Well, this is the 70s. Maybe training was different for cops back then. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just like you, you, you didn't even take a test. You just filled out the application. They gave you the gun, the badge. Like, here you oh, go. Well, I'm Good sure luck. it's by state, by local. Ever, yeah. I mean, the training. Well, I, who knows? I, I, don't, I, I mean, none of us none of us are at all experts on law enforcement. But I do but think... we have friends that are cops. Something um, like back in the day, maybe even still... The sheriff is an elected position, and you just appoint deputies. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe they have to go through some kind oh, of yeah. training. Maybe not. Don't I don't really know. Right, so how maybe that works. you know what? Maybe but this we're is being, not. This is a police chief scenario. Maybe we're being a little bit hard on them. Maybe but we'll we're just saying, get it together, guys. Absolutely. Seventy-three Illinois. Project and serve. Get it together. Yeah. Project and serve. Not run and hide. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. On that note, get your guns, boys. Come after on. huddling in the car for what must have felt like an eternity, no doubt waiting for the beast to attack. The men managed to regain their courage and continued their pursuit of the bizarre brute once more. The mini posse worked until dawn trying to track down splashing noises, which they said sounded like a large creature rushing through knee-deep water in the distance. Okay. The search proved fruitless. Okay. As the sun rose, the four men felt that this so-called monster would likely evaporate with the rest of the night shadows, never to be seen again. But this presumably nocturnal terror had a surprise in store for them. And for the rest of Murfreesboro. Oh, it's coming for the town. Mm-hmm. I like it. Needless to say, no sooner than Judy and Randy went to the police, the press got their talons into this tale of a colossal mud-caked critter stalking the local riverside. The local paper, the Southern Illinoisian, Illinoisian, I don't know, I'm saying it wrong. Illinoisian? Illinoisian? I think it's the Illinoisian. Okay, Illinoisian. that sounds right. Okay, well, we have listeners and friends out there yeah. from Illinois, so um, let us know how to pronounce that, you crazy Illinoisians. Right. That works. Ran a story on the search, which started a local monster frenzy and was eventually picked up by no less than the New York Times. Do we have a good old monster hunt on our hands, Uncle oh, it's, Rob? It's going to pick up little mill race oh, monsters. Oh, shades of dude, all right, get, all right. your fucking, get your t-shirts ready. And your Inspired fucking... either by the now national press, their own jitters, or an extremely active cryptid, over the next two weeks, the local police allegedly logged more than 200 calls regarding this massive, shrieking, broad shouldered beast. On June 26th, a report came from an unidentified man who owned a junkyard near the Big Muddy River. Probably easy enough to track down who it is, but not this many decades later. Okay, fair enough. He claimed that he smelled something like rotten meat, and when he followed the scent, he stumbled across a colossal, creamy white, sludge-smothered monster. It stared down at the petrified man for a few seconds before turning and lumbering back towards the river. So, just eyewitness, okay. stinking up the Cre- place. No, making, it, making it nasty. Here's where it gets a little more interesting. 
At about 10.30 p.m. later that same day, five-year-old Christian Beryl was playing in his backyard, which was located in the Westwood Hills subdivision of Murfreesboro, relatively close to the Big Muddy River, attempting to catch lightning bugs in a glass jar his mother had given him. The child ran gleefully about when he suddenly spied a huge white shape looming up from behind the fence that separated his yard from the neighbor's property, the Ray family. The terrified Christian dropped his jar and raced inside, crying, Daddy, Daddy, there's a big ghost in the backyard. The child's father was presumably skeptical. That was until his neighbors corroborated the tale. Oh, shit, I'll listen to your kids. Mm Mm-hmm. While Christian was sobbing in his father's arms, a 17-year-old honor student and cheerleader by the name of Cheryl Ray was in the next yard over sitting on her darkened back porch with her young suitor, one Randy Kreeth. Second Kreeth. Randy in the story. That's yeah, Randy. Right. We're all keep, trying to hook up Randy here. straight. It's right. Randy's. Yeah, no, it's Randy's trying to Randy's hook up with the old boat yeah. Randy's yeah. hooking up in the, in the backyard. with the honor student cheerleader. What's next? <laughs> What's next? What is next? Randy Quaid. He is now, I think, a minister at a church. So either things went really right or really wrong. Oh, maybe, maybe you know what? Maybe they're married. Oh, adorable. No, High no, school no, sweethearts. Oh. I know that. Because I, I read an article. She has a different last name. She lives in Florida. He's in Iowa. Oh, the love the didn't church. last? No. Oh, high school love that doesn't last. A I, shocking development. Yeah, I know plenty of what? people who are married and or in the process of being divorced who are high school sweethearts. <clears throat> most of them being divorced. There you go. Fine. Well, well done. <laughs> Wow, okay. So we find a way. We got Cheryl Ray, we got Randy Kreeth, we got a back porch. The pair claimed that they were talking and looking at the stars when they heard a rustling in the bushes about 20 feet away from the porch. That's some shit they wanted their parents to think they were doing. Yeah, exactly. Casual conversation. Did you see the TV in the living room? It's nice. Yeah. Stars are pretty. I like stars. Space is cool. What were they doing, Rob? Yeah. What were they doing? Yeah, exactly. Assuming, now we're getting back to them on the porch seeing the rustling, assuming that it was neighborhood kids come to spy on them, an enraged Cheryl turned on the outside light while Kreeth, the son of a state trooper, leapt to his feet and ran down the back stairs intending to investigate. This intention vanished the moment that the light came on, revealing the same appalling apparition that had terrified Christian just moment, excuse me, moments before. Cheryl instinctively followed Randy to the lawn. I don't know why. You see, there's a monster there. Yeah, no, stay, on the porch. Right. What are you doing? Stay in the porch. What are you doing? Better yet, turn around and go the fuck inside, yeah, Cheryl. lock the door. Yeah. Forget about Randy. This you're is not going to marry him anyway. Yeah, this is why your love didn't work out, Cheryl, because you make <laughs> bad decisions. And he knows it now. And he clearly is like, this is the type of woman she is. There you go. Ugh. Divorce rates through the fucking roof. So this is how she remembered it. We both went down, but Randy was walking a little bit ahead. Then he said, come here, and there it was. We stood there looking at it. Jesus, he's calling her over? Yeah, I know. Get, come here. Come here. Get, come here. Come, come here. Come on. Could you, could you check that out for me? <laughs> <laughs> Go touch it. You know what? Go flick it. See what happens. Yeah. Flick it? Yeah, give it a little, a little flick. Oh, boy. Yeah. Cheryl and Randy stood frozen with shock as this filthy white monstrosity, which they would later claim smelled like a rotten peat bog, I don't know how many 17-year-olds have vast experience with peat bogs. but I guess if you live near a peat bog. I mean, if you live near a peat bog sure. and it's rotten, yeah, it fucking sucks. So this white monstrosity stared at them with red eyes that reflected the light from a distant street lamp. Randy described the hulking brute. We were within 15 feet of it, close enough to see the body, the texture of the fur, long and hairy like an English sheepdog. The thing I remember was the bulk of it, the shape, the human form, and the stench of it, the river slime it apparently had on it. 
It was about eight feet tall and at least as stocky as any New York football player. It stood more erect than an ape, but it didn't have human features. So now we that's, got the first thing. We got the stringy white English sheepdog hair, yeah. broad like a. I, I assume they mean like somebody on the offensive line, broad, right? And uh, right. and nearly eight feet tall. So this thing is big and much heavier than four hundred pounds. Okay, I think. Yeah. Then again, it's tender little ballerina feet. Who I mean, the fuck knows? it has really like long, bizarre, tiny feet. And it and it gets a little weirder too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Barishnikov of cryptozoology. There you go. <laughs> this is our, that could be. Our Barishnikov reference. The twosome later testified that the creature weighed at least 350 pounds, again, stood about eight feet tall, which was already noted. They also noticed long gorilla-like arms, but unlike other prototypical Bigfoot sightings, they claimed that the beast's roundish head was perched on a sort of rudimentary neck and all covered with hair except for its face, which was smooth. Hmm. So... Nope. I've seen drawings of it. It kind of looks like a lemon. Like it, it's it's like a furry body and then it goes to a kind of a neck and then it, right. it just kind of curls up to a point. But the the point at the top could just be hair sticking up. Okay. Right, or right, like right, an right. onion with some leaves coming out. I'm, yeah. I'm not oh, sure what's now I know. Because you said lemon, I'm like... You know how if you put a lemon it's, up on it, I know. Yeah, you know, yes. I'm, I'm thinking yeah. kind of lemon grab with fur yeah. from Adventure Time. But yeah, yeah onion's it's probably thing, a better yeah. analogy. Um, it's so, got a big old fucking stupid onion head. That is um, a little fade. not typical of, of like Sasquatch or Bigfoot, which no. is no neck. The conical head part, yes. Right. Well, they can, so well they got a neck. They're like juggernaut. Like, yeah, it's it's the <laughs> muscle or their their, their yeah, definition. Like their traps seem to go like right yeah. into the side of the. Because I mean, they have to have a neck. They can't just be shoulders and a head. Like that would be, or actually, what's the what's the cryptid that is just the fucking shoulders and the head? What is that? The, oh, yeah, uh, it's the headless horror of Grafton. Yeah, yeah, Grafton. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was in the, reminds me of Fallout seventy six again. Just getting mad. Just oh, it's Grafton in that. Yeah, it is. But right mad. on. I'm not gonna talk about him. We'll mad. eventually be doing him. That's a fun little cryptid. Fucking Bethesda. Okay. Fucking. So any a furry onion head, uh, a smooth face. That's just weird. Okay. Strange. Yeah. Not not, a, not your typical description of a Bigfoot, so this is kind of interesting. Cheryl would further describe the moment. It was real tall, hairy. I think it was white, but it was dirty, matted. It had a real bad odor. It was really rank. I never smelled anything like it. It just it it came just to the edge of the yard and stopped there, looking at us. It walks the way a person walks, arms swinging at the side. Little details, but important. Okay. Salient. Randy, displaying the foolhardy bravado of a teenage boy out to impress a pretty girl, did the one and only thing a man in his position could think to do. Anyone anyone care to hazard a guess? Uh, just, he, just go out on a limb. Uh, threw a rock. Oh, did he? Oh, Do you think he might? Well, with UFOs, we, we huck stones. Well, let's, so. let's, it, well, let's see what happens. Yeah, the Japanese or, throw or stones all the time. telepathic yeah. footballs. Oh, yeah. That, oh, you the poor dog. Or, yeah. or the little spiders with their sweet the tracking stumps. uniforms. Yeah. The stumps. Oh, yeah, the stumps. Spider yeah. stumps. Yeah. yeah. All right. So rock hucking is a pretty common thing. Yeah. Solid guess. Okay. Let's, let's see what happens. Oh, he snatched up a decorative stone from the base of the outdoor lamp and hurled it directly at the creature. Oh, oh yes. a decorative stone, the rarest of stones. Yeah, he, yeah, a painted like Easter egg, yeah, shitty really. acrylic painted stone. Well, it might have more power. So you're Maybe. off the porch. Your girlfriend is next to you. You're, you're close 15 to 15 feet away. Yeah, you throw a rock from an eight foot tall. God knows how much it weighs. Onion headed, filthy white bigfoot thing. Of all animals, yeah. I mean, for, throwing a rock at an animal is pretty super fucked up. I mean, in throwing a rock it's at an alien, kind of mean spirited. Yeah. Unless you're really trying to defend yourself. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know, man. It seems kind of like stupid. 
Like, well, in this case, it seems fucking suicidal. Like being close to like, let's say, my favorite, a bear. I think the last thing that I would ever consider would be throwing a stone at it. Yeah, because they're fucking huge. But well, this yeah. thing. All right, well, you, but you know what though? He's he's just he he is full, like you said, full of bravado. Yes, he is. He wants to testosterone. He wants to impress a lady. He's he, like, he wants to get back and start talking stars with the yeah, lady. Yeah, I'm going to fucking fight this thing right now. Idiot. So the creature, to Randy's fantastic luck, did not violently react to this act of aggression and tear him limb from limb. Rather, Randy claimed that the animal simply stared at them for what felt like a very long time although he later estimated that the incident likely lasted only about 30 seconds. Cheryl agreed with his assessment, stating, it seemed like an eternity we stood there, but that would just make sense. Yeah, sure. It, these moments, time slows down. Okay. After this uncommon contact, the couple claimed the shaggy man beast simply turned and pushed through the shubber, shrubbery, thrashing down a bluff that dropped into a marsh as it evidently made its way back to the adjacent river. Within minutes of these eerie encounters, Officer Nash and Manwaring were sent to the scene where they noticed a powerful odor that had quickly dissipated. They also found a cluster of large footprints where the creature was said to have been lurking, according to Manwaring. I heard some unusual shrieks, smelled the foul smell, and the ground trampled down in the area where they said this thing was standing. I'm sorry, and saw the ground where they said this thing was standing. Right. Following their discovery, then-chief Toby Berger immediately dispatched the rest of his men, all 14 of them, to the Ray's residence, then sent for an officer and a trained dog handler with the nearby Carbondale Police Department, a man named Jerry Nellis. Bring the fucking canine unit in? Wow. You got From another town. Shit. County over. goddamn canines. Bring them in. And there they are. There's puppins. Puppins everywhere. Puppins as far as you can see. Cute little puppins. What one puppin? Ah, a single puppin. Wow. Give me, yeah. give, give me three puppins. I can't. You, you've got to calm down. I would be misrepresenting the, the facts in this case. Right, fine. Where I to do this? Well, truth stands, I guess. No <laughs> puppins. Just one. <laughs> it's probably a cute puppins though. Nellis was the owner of a tough German shepherd named Reb, who had assisted the Murfreesboro police in the past, serving as a search and rescue canine, an attack dog, and as a man, or in this case, monster tracker. Fucking this dog sounds awesome. Yeah, Reb, come on. The officers, all armed with rifles, revolvers, and flashlights, discovered a trail of unidentified black slime, quote-unquote, that seemed to lead directly from the raised back porch to the river. Manwaring confirmed the existence of this still unknown material. I saw this substance and smelled the smell myself. Sadly, it seems as if none of this line was preserved for scientific study. Because why would you? I mean, is it just swamp well, shit? No, they probably let the fucking the dog roll around and eat it. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, it's fucking swamp slime because from the beach. Fucking Fuck 73, it. and that's where science was at. Exactly. I wonder if was no, it, that's was true. it well, was it swamp slime or was it possible monster shit? I don't want to go there, but wow. I will. Could it be stringy turds of the mud monster? Dude, thing fucking lives in water. Probably shit slime. You uh-huh. would too. I, mean, I don't think it's shit slime. slime. Okay, all right. Well, I'm just putting. If it's my, in a bog. It's just a just given. That putting my theory out there. That's all. Maybe because of its diet. It has a weird diet. So it shits on itself. It rubs it all over <laughs> itself. No, it it it, it, it That shit. would explain the smell. And well, that, it smells like shit. It smells would, like rotten. But that would also serve as a way. Meat. That would serve as a way for it to it cover. It smells like a fucking zombie vegetation. Yeah, but that, if it rolls in, in its own shit, and possibly its own black slimy shit. Yeah, because that Why way it, it covers its, its scent. Shit? 
But well, it, a lot of animals do that. They roll, exactly. they roll in like dead things to Dogs conceal do all the time, their yeah. scent uh, from their prey. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I have like science behind shit. this. I got science behind this. So he's rolling in the dead and his own toilet. Could be, yeah. He's a fucking living bidet. Yeah, basically he's like okay. a living urinal. Uh, yeah. I'm going to continue here. <laughs> I think you're wrong. <laughs> Nellis and his canine companion made it to Murfreesboro that night. Reb picked up the scent of his prey behind the Ray House almost instantly and took off. The men then followed the dog down the recently forged path of broken tree limbs and trampled underbrush. The dog managed to track the monster through the dense forest and down a steep embankment toward a small pond, but the brush became too thick for it to continue. The officers began searching the area with flashlights, but in no time, Reb picked up the scent again. Yeah. We're going to give up on Reb. Don't do it. No, fucking Reb's a winner. Uh, Reb, Reb Brown. Fucking, who's, who's the guy that played uh, the Captain America? Reb Brown. Uh, it was Reb Brown. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God bless you. The determined dog darted toward an abandoned barn on the Bullar property, which was located just east of the Ray's house and a little north of the river. But once he got to the dilapidated wood door, the usually courageous canine began trembling and yelping in fear. Oh no, save the dog, please. This mystified both Nellis and the officers, who had noted over the years that Reb was the most relentless tracking dog in the county. Nellis attempted to grab the dog by the scruff of his neck and thrust him through the open door to the barn, but Reb just dropped to his belly and scampered backwards, whimpering. He is not having this shit. The no. badass German Shepherd is like, fuck you. Yeah. Double fuck you. He's smart. You know why? Yeah. He's the smartest one out of the group. He's like, guess what, guys? You dropped your guns. I'm fucking out of here. Absolutely. Yeah. Fuckers. The usually bold Reb's terrified reaction to whatever was lurking within the barn was enough to convince Berger to call in the troops. He radioed for help from neighboring police departments, and within hours, a dozen patrol cars had responded to the call. We have like so, so this is getting out of control. It's Fuck. like it's like you know it's his fourteen cops, yeah, and and um, Nellis from the Carbondale Police Department with Reb. But now he's dog. got the next town over, and now they're just coming in in droves Dude, this and is like the part in the movie this is the part in the movie where they're like we need the national guard and they call the local national guard out post it's, it's like more than you'd get for like a, like a robber yeah seriously oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, what is really? it really done nothing it's just <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean it like, hasn't just, attacked anybody or done, it's, it's gotten stones thrown at it and that's it yeah it it's, just it's showed done up. absolutely yeah. nothing but just, just there, be it's there deserving of a fucking apparently you get and be loud. cavalcade of yeah, 20 you have Fucking two complete, uh, you know, police departments showing up, plus fucking Reb. Fuck. You know how Reb does. Fucking Reb. Unfortunately, or perhaps fortunately for those involved, in the time that had elapsed between Reb's fearful display and the arrival of backup, whatever it was that had hidden in the barn had managed to crash out through the back of the barn into the impenetrable blackness. So you hear a crunch of wood. Book out. It pulled the uh, the fucking Kool Aid guy, right? Oh, totally. Hey, if I can go through the wall, escape. Yeah, there you go. Dunzo. The once eager Reb was no longer keen on tracking the burly beast, and soon after, the search was called off for the night, much to the relief and frustration of the officers involved. It later came to light that earlier that afternoon, at another house neighboring both the Barrels, which is Christian Bale or Barrel, the kid that first saw it, and the Rays. A four-year-old child had run inside the kitchen in order to breathlessly tell his mother about seeing a big man in a furry coat wandering through their backyard. Mm. The tired mother chalked it up to, and I quote, 
The Whimsy of a Child. Oh, my self-published book on Amazon. Yeah! And sent him back out to play. Look for my book coming soon. She thought no more about the incident until she read the newspaper account of what Cheryl and Randy had witnessed and realized that her son had come perilously close to the gargantuan and potentially carnivorous critter. So oh, you could have gotten it. Okay. Not yeah. always whimsy. Although this thing hasn't given any uh, indication of it being carnivorous. It hasn't no. attacked or done it. Just, no, it's, it's just there. Showed up. In fact, if anything, it's there. Um, when it's been attacked, it hasn't attacked back. No, this thing's big enough it could have fucking broken that kid's head like a melon. Oh, easy. Or easy. eaten him and his girlfriend. Like, see ya. Or at least, yeah, snapped their necks and totally. went on his merry way. I like to prefer the thing that he eats them. Why, why not? Why waste? Yeah, exactly. You know, he's not a sport hunter. No, exactly. He's just going to show up. He's going to fucking eat you and then be like, see you. Hysteria inducing as these events were, they would not mark the end of the Big Muddy Monster saga as sightings of this enigmatic entity were reported two more times during the next week and a half. Berger claims that during this period, he was worried less about the monster and was, m- and was more concerned about the armed posses that seemed to spring up like wildfire within Murfreesboro's meager population of 10,000. So apparently, okay. this is where the frenzy happens. Not only, I'm sure people are selling t-shirts and buttons and everyone's Ew. all excited, but now, because, you know, it's a rural area, a it's lot a of It's a good old-fashioned monster hunt, dude. That's exactly what's going on. I mean, this on. is what you do. You and your buddies get together. Awesome. We get together. We fucking drink a bunch of beers. And my guys, they got guns. Get in my truck. We're going to go look for the Murfreesboro Mud Monster and shoot at shit that moves in the woods. Well, it's it, what you do. It's the 70s. Especially in the 70s, there was no law. You <laughs> could drink and drive all fucking day long. No one gave a shit. Uh, well, it's true. You're a good way I with mean, a lot more. I mean, tragedy happens, but you fucking, you and your boys, a couple of road sodas, some fucking long rifles, and a couple of pistols. Chris is in back, fucking pow, pow. And you was going down the street shooting yeah, shit. Yeah, anything white and shaggy. Yeah, we're fucking doing it. Or anything at all, apparently. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dude. You see a rustling, shoot it. Just Yeah, yeah it's, it's, how, it's how, I think that's how you, you hunt turkeys. You just shoot at noises. So fucking shoot noises, man. Yeah, Whatever. it really is how it's done, yeah. isn't it? Just saying, shoot man. Shoot noises. This is, dude, this is my favorite Can time. Can nobody listen get, to that advice? When you get a fucking posse of your boys together, you're drinking some beers, you're armed to the fucking tits, and you're just in the truck shooting shit. Is that the glorious days of your life? I wish you guys could just uh, agree with me about this at some point. Because you would love it. Uh, we should go do it. Well, we shouldn't uh, do see, it. See, I would be afraid of the other fuckers with guns. Constantly. Well, that's just part of the danger. It's part of the fun. Part of the thrill? Yeah, double your danger, double your fun. I, wow. That's not, no. You don't know. I mean, you probably got, dude, you probably got CBs and shit. You almost certainly have yeah, CBs. Yeah. I think we talked about this before. Three. Yeah, 73. So what? We talked about this before. Was was it Kiss that we were talking about? Listen to Kiss records and shooting monsters. I'm I don't sure think Kiss we did. is in '73. Yeah, though. no, all of it sounds good except the part where we might die. That's, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's the '70s. The no one thought about death. Death didn't exist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fuck death it. Didn't, didn't exist. exist. This no. from the guy that was born in '80. You, you listen, have no you idea. listen to I don't know Radar Love, right? There, you listen to that, and you're fucking, you're doing it. Deep Purple. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Immortality. Dude, you're listening to so much Deep the Purple. 70s. Yeah. Fucking well, was it space trucking? Listening to fucking that that jam. Unlike yeah. Mark, deep purple, sure. Berger was convinced that it was sheer luck that no one had been shot thus far. He was a, right. This guy's yeah. lame. Shut up, Mark. He's lame. The next reported encounter with the beast occurred approximately ten days later after a traveling carnival set up camp 
in Riverside Park. <gasps> my favorite. These are my people. The carnival workers, evidently unaware of what was said to be lurking nearby, chose a pleasant glade near the river between the boat ramp and the sewage treatment plant. Oh! <laughs> Just perfect. Oh, my yeah, God. That glade is flawless. Yeah, that's... Shitty old crappy boat ramp and yep. turd-filled building. That, I don't know much about a sewage treatment plant, but I will tell you this. They do stink <laughs> on a Monday. <sighs> At 2 a.m. on July 7th, long after the carnival had closed for the night, three carnies, Ray Adkerson, Wesley Lavender, and Otis Norris were sitting behind one of the big trucks discussing the day's receipt when they heard a series of cries and whinnies stirring from the Shetland ponies that were tied to the bramble on the other side Not of the, the truck. ponies. Shetland ponies. The little ponies. Not the ponies. The Shetlands. I can't. Don't tell me a pony's harmed. I can't live. This life, if a pony gets harmed, I can't deal with Dude, it. Nothing's been glue. Nothing's been harmed uh, yet. I don't. I, I don't know if I can emotionally we'll stable enough for a pony. Is it is hurting? It, is it too soon to after Halloween for you to yeah, deal with this? It is. It's too much. Okay. I love a pony. The men shot up to see what all the commotion was about, and were shocked to find the usually docile ponies, which had been trained to give children rides in endless circles like a living carousel. <laughs> it's so terrible. Life. The way that you fucking describe yeah. it's terrible. It is. We're in a tizzy of eye-rolling terror, furiously tugging at their reins in a desperate bid to free themselves from their constraints. It wasn't long before the men would see what had induced this frenzy. What is making these fucking ponies so crazy, Rob? Ray, Wesley, and Otis later swore that they spied an eight-foot-tall, 400-pound, hairy, filth-covered thing, which unlike Cheryl and Randy's report, seemed to have no distinguishable facial characteristics beneath its fur. Oh, it's so it's just mop. a big mop what? of hair. Mop of hair. Big, like, a, oh, all right. like a shaggy dog on two legs. All right. The creature ignored the human beings and was leering down at the panicking ponies. The men decided not to wait around to see what happened next and immediately ran for help, claiming that the monster also ran in the opposite direction. About an hour later, Charles Kimball, one of the carnival workers who had been called in to help deal with this thing, claimed that he saw the creature, apparently still intrigued by the tiny horses, <laughs> staring with his head cocked to the side in what he described as a deeply curious pose. Because he's used to big horses, and then he sees tiny horses. Yeah, I mean, he's like, what's mine? There's miniature ones of you. He's like, yeah, they're, then they're... I, I mean, I do this when I see ponies. This I'm is like, kind Aww. of, I gotta say, Dude, uh... adorable. He's because he's now unless he's eyeing them because they're like happy meals. No, like convenient to he eat. would have eaten. He had time to eat them. He was yeah. he was captivated by their cuteness. He's just like, look how fucking adorable these was. things are. He might be the sweetest. Yeah, Lenny monster ever. No one's gonna hurt a pony unless you're a fucking absolute piece of shit. Well, just saying. Hey, Jack would hurt a pony. Oh, maybe. But he was an absolute He'd piece of shit. He'd fire on and touch his breasts. <laughs> yes, he would. And he would not ask. He would just do it. Oh, he's what the an worst. asshole. Bad. Deeply Leave curious. Pony's breasts alone. Jesus. Oh. Right. <laughs> 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 just got grossed out with pony, pony boobs. <laughs> I want to talk about pony boobs. Dude, ponies have boobs. God damn it, dude. Well, this would prove to be <laughs> the last eyewitness report of the creature, at least during the 73 flap. Its reign of fear was not quite complete. Later that same night, a woman named Nedra Green asserted that she heard a wild screaming sound coming from the shed behind her rural farmhouse. She wisely chose to remain in her home rather than investigate. Following the carnival sighting, yet another crowd of locals, most of whom were armed to the teeth, much to Mark's delight, this is who I'd be hanging out with, gathered in Riverside Park, 
hoping to take a shot at the furry white fiend. This only exacerbated Berger's concerns for the safety of the citizens he was sworn to protect, so he padlocked the park and implored the town fathers to bring in expert help. Like who? We weren't around. What? Trappers? <laughs> like, like you and Chris weren't around? Like, Mark, come on, stop hanging out with these guys. They're not your friends. Put the guns on. I'm like, fuck you. I'm going to shoot a fucking monster. I was months old. Chris we was not born. Yeah. I wasn't born either. 73, my dad was still in high school. They would have called us, surely. Yeah. But we weren't an option. No. They Let's find out who was the option. They should have waited for you guys. You're, you're one of us. You don't speak about us in the third person. Oh, that's right. The but, fuck, dude? But I wasn't born until 80. Then they would have still waited for us collectively well, I, thought, I, thought, yeah. I thought that i was with the, the guys partying with the guns and shit. Never oh, mind. oh, so, oh you're, you're, you know you're jumping chip i did yeah it's all, all right chris up. i guess it's up no, to it's us it's all fucked up Whatever. okay well, good luck good luck with your podcast all I, i'll up. be quint i'll, I'll bite it you be Whatever. hooper be fine. sweet no just continue. survive yeah. no it's all fucked we, up we don't need a brody it's it's fine mark's gonna be drinking in the truck oh, continue man. it's fine so yeah no shoot everything i will shoot it all i will expert help the man they chose for the job was St. Louis insurance agents agent. <laughs> yes. Fucking insurance agent. Insurance agent. Ex- wait. Okay. Right, okay. And All serious right. student of Sasquatch reports. Oh, self-described. Boy. All right. And evidently Sith Lord. Okay. Harkin Sorkin. <laughs> oh, dude. Dark, Harkin dark, Sorkin. Dark Harkin Sorkin. Harkin Sorkin. Sorkin. <laughs> as soon as I read it, I laughed a lot to myself. I, Why I would you not? The name. I was like, oh, oh my God. That's great. God. Your puny rebellion. Ah, your friends are on the forest moon. And he's like, fuck you, Darth Harkensorkin. They're not on the moon. They're they on the fucking desert planet. They wouldn't call him Darth Harkensorkin. Darth Harkensorkin. <laughs> you yeah. have to call yeah. him They need to call him Darth Harkin or Dark No, Darth he's Darth Sorkin. Harkensorkin. No, it has to be with a hyphen. Yeah. Darth Harkensorkin. <laughs> it's the only way. Chris is so mad. I am mad. He's right? super progressive. He needs both. So I feel like if that Sarkin. was me, I'd be mad. I'd be like, don't call me Darth oh, Harkensorkin. And I would totally call you Darth Harkensorkin. Harkin Sorkin. Yeah. yeah. It's either Sorkin or Harkin. No, I feel like <laughs> Harkin Sorkin. Darth Harkin Sorkin. Harkin Sorkin. Just never really? get tired of saying it. It's can't. You, you would not want to be Darth Mark Soros. No, I wouldn't. You'd, like to be, you'd either be Darth Soros or Darth Mark. Darth Mark. <laughs> Darth Mark. Darth Mark. Yeah. Darth Mark sounds terrible. Darth, Darth Mark. Darth Mark Soros. There's fucking Darth Mark. Everyone acts cool. He's going to be a dick. Everyone acts cool. Oh, there's Darth Mark. Fuck. This guy's a prick. Oh. Damn it. <laughs> nice beard, asshole. Harkin Sorkin. <laughs> Darth Harkin Sorkin. All right. Led a group of five men, including reporters from the Kansas City Star and a lawyer. Because why Perfect. not? You need a lawyer. An insurance agent. This is so and a bad. This is three reporters. so bad. Expert. Well, don't help. don't forget an insurance agent who's a fucking uh, a serious student of Sasquatch reports. Lest we forget, student. Yeah. Yeah. student. Absolutely. So like someone gives out reports and he's like taking tests and shit on them. So there you go. Yeah, that's <laughs> what he's yeah. doing. He's doing like student. the state test, like yeah, going around exactly like for insurance. But he's like, is there a Sasquatch part of this test? Because I've been an ace it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm student. Darth Harkin Sorkin, are you here? <laughs> <laughs> now he's a Darth. He doesn't even know it. Yeah. All right, so Sorkin led these uh, various reporters and a lawyer a into lawyer. the woods near Murfreesboro in the fall of 1973 in an effort to track and possibly capture the Murfreesboro mud monster. Okay. Sorkin claimed that private groups had offered as much as $2.5 million for the creature's what? capture. What? In 1973 That, just, that changes the game. Yeah, that's... 73 that's, a, money, that's yeah. crazy. That's like $10 million? 
I don't know. I guess. I, I, I literally, I don't know. I have no I, idea dude, what the exchange rates are with the early I don't 70s. know about this dude, man. I don't 2. know. 2.5 right. and 73 months. All right, I don't know about this guy. With that in mind, this small expedition came armed with a stun gun with the capacity to take down a 500-pound animal, as well as chocolate and bananas, which Sorkin said... <laughs> They would use to help pacify the beast once captured. So gonna taste what the fuck is happening right now? They're going to fucking taste them, net them, and, and then like, be like, fucking give them Milky Ways and bananas. bananas. Have some bananas and chocolates. I mean, that sounds good. I love yeah, bananas. I mean, and don't get me wrong. I love bananas you would pacify and, uh, the fuck out of me. So, yeah, yeah, totally. But so, you're gonna, after, you just, after you fucking tase this thing, you oh do the God. whole don't tase me, bro, and you fucking tase the shit out of it, and then you're like, oh, here, have some chocolates and bananas. You'll feel better. The thing's going to fucking eat you. Yeah. Maybe not. And it says it's only good for 500 pounds. This thing is way over 500 pounds. Oh, clearly. All the guesstimations are inaccurate. Yeah. All right. They also carried loaded shotguns, which they claimed would only be used if their safety were threatened. Sorkin further claimed that they had local zoos standing by and had arrangement and that arrangements had been made for a cage to be flown in by helicopter should they get lucky and manage to imprison oh, the monster. Oh, everybody claims to have a fucking cage in a helicopter. It's so fucking it's, it's, it's so it's camp. cliche. It, yeah, everyone. Oh, here comes a helicopter with a cage. No one, no, no one does that ever in yeah. history of ever. Well, in the seventies, they did all the time. Yeah. Who came with chocolates and bananas? This fucking he guy was goes to the zoo. He's like, "Hey, I need a helicopter because you know zoos have helicopters because that's because there's zoos. Why would they have a they helicopter do. in of a course, fucking yeah. cage? A portable cage the helicopter can fucking carry." It all makes sense. Jesus Christ. But you got, you know, you're ignoring the uh, 2.5 oh, yeah, mil cabal, yeah. Yeah. that group of millionaires like Tom Slick that are just waiting to well, capture. Well, dude, when you're an insurance salesman who, who studies fucking well, that might be uh, true Sasquatch too. papers. How did he even find out about him? Was there like some local article? Local man, kook, sells insurance, likes Bigfoot. And suddenly he's the fucking pro? Fucking Darth Horkin Sorkin's got a helicopter and a cage, a a stun gun, some chocolates and bananas, and he's fucking ready to get this thing. Make it happen. I don't even know. This is bad math all over it, man. Nothing asked him personally. He's probably a nice dude. Suspect as he is, though, this is bad math. Needless to say, this mini expedition met with very little success. Sorkin asserted that they had heard a very loud yell or guttural sound between a roar and a bellow. Boy, that's a fine line. Yeah, Jesus. And saw huge footprints and found two-inch saplings pulled out of the ground by inhuman hands. A two-inch sapling is not... You could easily pull that out of the ground. I, I feel like I've done that in my youth many I think times. I have too, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But they never managed to trap the beast. Over the next three years, there were sporadic reports throughout the area of animals that at least vaguely resembled the mud monster. The first came from September 2nd, 1974, when three Union County youths reported seeing it in the Beach Grove area near Wolf Lake. Wolf Lake. That just sounds treacherous. dope, dude. We're going to Wolf Lake. Perhaps the most intriguing sightings occurred on January 26, 1975, when four truckers, all of whom were traveling separately, radioed in reports of seeing a bizarre bear-like creature near the Illinois 149 junction west of Murfreesboro. That's an interesting sighting. It's interesting. Four separate. But what makes it bear-like? Like, I really want more. There's no information on this. It's yeah. like, it, it was a bear, but it was on two legs. It was a bear, but it was white and dirty. What, yeah, what, what makes mean? people associate it with the big, muddy monster rather right. than... Yeah. It looked like a bear, 
Ergo. It's a bear. Yeah, yeah I don't know what that means. I don't know why. All right, okay. All right. On July 7th of the same year, two Murfreesboro men reported a sighting of a strange creature that they believed may have been the Big Muddy Monster near a pond in Harrison County, which is north of Murfreesboro. Then again, on June 19th, three unnamed youths said they saw something quote-unquote, lumbering near the Westwood Hills subdivision in Jackson County. Well, that could be anything but all right. Sketchy. Yeah. be a drunk dude. It goes without saying that these isolated events, though fascinating, did not create the same furor as the flap that had plagued the population back in the summer of 73. But when in 2016 some suggested that the entire uproar may have been caused by a burly man in a furry suit, then police chief Larry Tincher wasn't biting, claiming... I'm confident these people saw something. These people were too frightened. What makes it hard to believe it was some man in a costume is knowing about all the hunters around there with rifles. It would have been taking a really big chance. The case of the mud monster, which began on a lonely lover's lane and has to this day never quite been resolved, was perhaps summed up best by his predecessor, Toby Berger, when he admitted to reporters that he did not know what the big muddy monster was, stating... A lot of things in life are unexplained, and this is another one. We don't know what the creature is, but we do believe what these people saw was real. Oh, the Murfreesboro mud monster could be out there to this day, not could terrorizing be. anyone. Anybody. Just yeah, still doing nothing. With gazing, weird Gazing feet. longingly at ponies. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe it misses the ponies. Like it goes to the site, and it's just like... Mm-hmm. And just looks around for like the ponies and just, uh, just walks away. Sad. Depressed. Just a sad. With his weird black goo shit coming out of his ass. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Wanna be ranching cryptid. I mean, normally, it's like, it's interesting that, and we'll state this again, that it didn't fucking do anything. No. It, didn't do it just was there. Like it I did. mean, it shrieked like an eagle into a fucking, you know. Well, like so a, what? And, you know, maybe you know, it like, got startled when the high beams yeah, came on. The fuck. I mean, it was scared or something. I don't want to be a fucking apologist here for the Murfreesboro Mud Monster because, you know, it did a whole lot of nothing. But maybe it, skeptically speaking, let's start there. All right. Um, dude in a suit. Possibility. It is. Too, I mean, the, the size seems like it would stupid. be... Stupid. Stupid. But the size, if I mean, if how big do you... Being that size, putting on a suit like that would be a pain in the nuts. Like, unless you're yeah. an like expert... Painter stilts and shit. Yeah, like, and, 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 as I say, like, you're an expert on stilts, but then you're still going down all these steep embankments... Yeah, and it's 73. And, and muddy riverside. The tech wasn't there yet. And if like, there's a super tall dude <laughs> doing all this, he's yeah, not local, be. because everyone no. would be like, it's Bill. Bill Gandalf, the tall guy. Bill, Bill Gandalf. Bill, Bill Gandalf. He's going to go do old Darth Horkin Sorkin. Yeah, for the fucking, right. For, the, for, the, for who, who's going to rule the fucking insurance agency. Um, so maybe, I don't know. I mean, obviously, an animal of this size, you might uh, automatically shoot to bear. Um, but, you know, white bears, I don't think, are a thing. Well, except bipedal, for polar bears, possibly. Eight foot. Uh, all right. Uh, even if it were a polar bear. Walking around on two feet in Illinois with the crazy onion head, no discernible. I mean, people would be like, "Holy fuck, it's a polar it's a bear polar in my backyard!" Bear, yeah. Like the little kid might still say it's a ghost, and the other little kid might say it's a right. uh, you know a dog with a fur coat or well, there, something. I mean, but I think there's every plenty adult of and teen would be like, "Oh shit, that's a right. fucking bear. yeah." And people will mostly see it as a biped, in which bears are do do not normally do that. They're no, more, they're no. more normally on on normally. all fours. Normally. So to, to see them always that way would that's a little coincidental. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, skeptically speaking, man in a suit, possible polar bear, because why not? It works. I, yeah, but 
know. Yeah, well, no, you know, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I, I'm not saying that I'm that I'm I'm subscribing to that. I'm just saying, You're just throwing skeptical just positions out. out there. Skeptical shit. I don't want to jump to Nephilim just yet, but wow, wow. Well, you just said it. So why, why not just yet? Well, but let's go back to cryptozoology. What I'm thinking is there's a lot of compelling evidence. Now, obviously, if it is true that over 200 calls came in, a lot of these people are either pranking. You uh, could probably just hysterically half seeing of those. things. Exactly. The, the shrubs are moving. It's the neighbor's dog. The, the, and the, the, the big money yeah, monster. Yeah, absolutely. the hysteria sets in and everyone's So all, all of that I completely I completely get. But let's just deal with like the core sightings that have become there's like actually, famous. For this this case, there's quite a lot of fucking sightings that are like pretty re- like reputable. Yeah. Like, so you know, so and, they and, did and people, see something. He's not wrong. They like, definitely saw like something. Like Manwaring uh, said that initial couple that came forward had no incentive to do so. No. They just put themselves in a tough spot. Her dad yeah. was an asshole, and they couldn't be together because her love was too much love or some shit. And for the record, like, a love. lot of these people, as is, as is the case all too often in situations like this, would later be like, I won't talk about this anymore. You know, people make fun of me constantly. I'm Monster Boy. I'm this and that. Like, a lot of the people, including <laughs> Monster uh, Boy. the first Randy, <laughs> me, was like, Boy. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of this shit. And he went out, like, hunting all the time trying to kill it just to prove that it was real because he was so just sick. Just so people would shut leave the him fuck alone. up. So I'm actually leaning <laughs> towards at least the core of this having happened, but then what it is becomes a whole other oh, yeah. question because it seems so obvious. It's like, it's essentially a Bigfoot it's Sasquatch of, type. Or, yeah, except that it has weird feet. You know, if you want to go down south further, it's more skunk ape or Honey Island Swamp Monster. You're like the Texas Bigfoot or like the Legend of Boggy Creek, the folk monster. Like right. all throughout the United States, there are super tall, super wide, hairy, primate, humanoid hybrids, yeah, there's for a, lack of a better and term. And there's a pretty bizarre variety of them. They all, you know, different shapes and sizes and whatnot. But so, what throws know. me off about this is how is this thing fucking traveling? And I hate to do it because it almost brings me back to fucking Flipper. It's like... Are you going to the aquatic ape theory? But I can't... I don't think of that as an aquatic... Like, I think there is something to the aquatic ape theory in terms of evolution in our distant past. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that the reason nobody finds Sasquatch is because they spend 75% of their time in water being semi-amphibious, their bones settle at the bottom of rivers, and we never know because only occasionally we see them walking through the woods foraging. But that's why you I don't do find, not believe that. That's, that's why you don't find that's, squat no. shit because they shit in rivers. The long, stringy, long, if you'd even recognize stringy it. stringy black shits, yeah. So, so it really, it, yeah. even though, like I say, it's mm. easy to associate it with these different, you know, hairy hominids or hominoids, depending on how advanced you think these things are, um... To me, this has like a different vibe. Not only with the presence of a neck and the rounded head, right? The white fur that could happen in any, you know, I mean, a lot of different bigfooters are gray. You know, <clears throat> Honey Island Swamp Monster described as having long gray hair, but it also is described as having alligator-like feet. So, yeah. Right. So to me, I don't go paranormal. You know, I'm a crypto guy through and through. I want this to be biological. Okay. But what this do, is what are you so doing? fucking weird because this is. I mean, yes, it's a rural community, Dude. but. Where the fuck did this come from? Are Why isn't not seen the town over or the town? No, it's just down. this area. Just yeah. for two weeks, it shows up. Now maybe Chris is right. It fell in love with the ponies, and and it was there looking for ponies, and and it gave it two weeks of pony time. And when yeah. the ponies were gone and the carnival left, he's like, "Fuck, done." But if it if it's a migrating thing, if it's alone, then it's truly fucked as a species. And if it's migrating with a posse, where were the rest of them? And if it was migrating through fucking you know, Southern Illinois, 
Well, Why is it only in this one township? With that many, with that many yeah, people calling in sightings, what's not saying that they weren't seeing multiples of these things? That's a good point. I mean, it could be. You're right. If they are traveling in some sort of group, you know, trying to get the fuck out of there. Like the one screaming in the river in the first case yeah. could have been protecting the younglings that, that were hiding, be. and it's the mom. Could've. Yeah. And then the more laid-back dad is the one that walks past Christian Barrel's house and gets rocks hucked at it and is like, dude. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Dude, dude bro. Listen, I know you're with your girl, so <laughs> I'm going to give you a freebie. You get to look cool. And then the, the you keep your arms. The teenager one is one that's like checking out the ponies. Is like oh, no, that's the daughter. The daughter, oh, sorry, yeah. The daughter. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's like daughter. the middle school age daughter. Right. Of course. Right. So uh, nomadic nephilim is that what we're going with? I, now I don't know about the nephilim. That's where you snuck it in. I know you want to go biblical, so bring it home. Let's hear your theory. Well, I, whenever I hear Bigfoot and uh, Sasquatch or whatever, I go back to your story of a state trooper from Louisiana telling you that the big fit, the, the, the big feet were made because the the angels had sex with the humans, and that's where the big feet. I, I don't remember the exact quote, but please entertain us. Funnily enough. Um, it was right after we shot our Honey Island uh, Swamp Monster oh, documentary, see? and we were driving. Uh, we had gone to New Orleans and partied our tits off. And my buddy Mike D and I, who we co-founded American Monster with, with Mark, what up, D? Um, uh, we're just hungover, hung the fuck over. We had been sleeping all day in a parking garage below Bourbon Street, and so we smelled like alcohol, oil, and hate. And and the car died when we were like in that long stretch of Louisiana heading into Texas on our way to Dallas. And we just sat there and waited and waited and waited. And roadkill was just like li- literally animals were dying in the middle of the road. It was so hot. And but then a savior out. showed up, Robert. A savior. A, a state trooper sh- trooper showed up, and he was he was sketchy. We were bearded, scumbaggy men with a fucking big van. But he had information for you. But once he opened it up and saw we had film equipment, and we told him we were making monster documentaries and not pornography. Yes, you were not pornographers. We were not. No. No, you <laughs> not, were not. No, we weren't. Um, then he started telling a story, and then he was talking about, and that's when the, the angels laid with the women of men, and that's where we get the big feast. So he with his like so... sweet Cajun accent, and he just he he just really I, I would have killed to have a camera going, not, but it was You are buried. not the master of oh, accents, and I really no. would, I'm like, what oh. the fuck is he going oh, no, for? It was Cajun or Creole? I don't know what so it was. He, right, so no, he, he I suck at accents. A deep Cajun accent, and that I, I can't he, I can't do a Cajun. He's going to water boy. A full theory that included Loch Ness monster aliens, like it all came back so to what, the Book of Genesis and exactly. other things. Exactly. So what he's saying is that the angels lady with the women and that's how you got the big feet that's how you get the big feet all right so that's where i get my nephilim theory from is from that, that state trooper I just don't see how that makes sense i'm pretty sure that it's that theory's been floated out there plenty of times for sasquatch oh, yeah absolutely yeah. a so, lot of people climbed onto it you know i mean you know who knows maybe it could be uh you know possibly uh the offspring of an angel and a human um that, which i guess would be cool um, and so yeah, I do not sort think of that confusing. is the case. But, <laughs> but I yeah. think if we Jeez, stick man. with cryptozoology on this one, you know, um, possibly. I, I like the migrating idea. I guess we have like, like no proof of that. No. But, I mean, let's just go with it. Fuck it. It works most well, here, of the time, right? Say, let's do it. This is fucking This cares? is as good a time as any. What just to be like, go? this is the wicked pisser of it for me because I am a biology <laughs> zoology guy all the way. The reason I loved cryptozoology more than many other paranormal fields, even though I'm intrigued by all of it, and ufology as well is because there seems to be underlying science and that it's not about you know believing in magic or whatever not to say that there isn't a place for that but just it's about science that hasn't been discovered yet yet there is the wicked pisser the monkey dick in the works that is where the fuck are the bodies where the fuck are the bones yeah 
how the fuck can this thing just show up in a small town community or, or a group of them and then just go? I'm not saying I believe it's paranormal. I, I'm, I'm not they saying were that. I want them to be proto-humans that manage to evolve <clears throat> with us. But it's not like... It's easy when you think about the Orn Pendek or the Agawi right. or something something right. in Sumatra or Africa where you could hide. This is like fucking mid-central United States. Yeah. It well, is tough. If there's under if there's underground cave systems anywhere. So a network of caves? That would make more sense. It's moldy, it's musty, it'd yeah. be slimy, it would make sense. I mean, That's why they are the way they are. Just all the gunk you get when you're traveling interdimensionally. Oh that's boy. the shit that sticks to your fur. That's the interdimensional goo that holds us all together. So that's why they can show up and disappear? I mean... Because they are corporeal, physiological fauna. Again. But just from another dimension. Again, we've talked about this a plenty of time, and I've sent you a plenty of video goods, sir, that you never respond to. That's not true. The spiritual... Bit, you, don't, you don't watch those big videos. You no, know, I never I, do. They're way too long. Dude, what can I do with that? Nothing. I can't have the magic Enough, Bigfoot. Dude, the mag listen, the magic Bigfoot always has to be on the table, too, because you never know. Because it's quite, dude, you even said yourself, there's plenty of Bigfoot sightings with orange orbs. Dude, I'm telling you, I am coming so an interdimensional as Bigfoot as is I, as real as a real Bigfoot. As I ever will tonight to concede that it pisses me off that the biology isn't there to support it. Exactly. Because, because I need if this to be a fucking animal and not a goddamn sort of, spirit animal fairy if they're a fucking, that flits around from the, the nether vortex and If there's some yeah, sort of interdimensional fucking traveler, who knows where they go? They just happen to pop in and pop out? I'm not saying that it's my jam. It is. I would rather believe there it they're totally extraterrestrial is. pets, like bloodhounds. Why or, do they got to be pets? Alien what if they're just extraterrestrials? What if they just like fucking... Like Wookiees? What if they just pop in and pop <laughs> out? And they just what they just like Earth because it's full of trees and Fucking it just yeah, reminds dude, them of why home. Why not? We've dude, plenty of alien species have, according to our stories, the truth as we call that, just pop in to show up and be like, yeah, hey, we're here. That's true. Also, one just like the trout. Well, he, he was here to fucking fish. Yeah. He's here for trout season. Yeah, he's here to no. drive so, fucking some bullhead with his drill I bit I mean, well, hand. you're talking Nephilim. You're talking fucking interdimensional. You're talking, um, you know, earthbound cryptozoology. I think something was there. There's I, way too much happening I here. I really do think something, something happened. Something was there. I, well, no, I don't think anyone was lying. I think they all saw a thing. Yeah. I just don't, I don't, I wouldn't but go. But again, I mean, it hasn't really been spotted since. So maybe... There was one story of a guy who came forward to man-wearing, I think, when he was chief of police back when, and uh, told him that he had seen something like that in his garden in the 1950s. Um, so there might be some precedent, and that's one story, secondhand, who the fuck knows. He said it was a source he trusted, but... But it was so vague I didn't include it. So that might mean it is part of a migratory pattern. Okay. Could be. Could be, yeah. I just think it's fucked up. I mean, I'm just going to I'm gonna stick with either interdimensional being or Nephilim because that's my how that's my jam. Right on. That's what I do. You do love interdimensional. I do, and I, Nephilim might be my new shit. Look out. Here it comes. Wow. Yeah. Why, though? Chris, what do you think? <laughs> why, though? Because why not? Exactly. Exactly. It could be anything. Could be. Could be a fucking shoe in a wheelbarrow. It could be. Could be. Could be ham. Could be. Or it could be an Ephilim or an interdimensional traveler is, covered in interdimensional it slime. It doesn't make sense. Like when you go through the barrier, it's that weird. No, I, I get it. We've, we've all seen yeah. strange things. You know how that works. Oh, Come on. Gosh, shucks, you got me. God shucks. Damn it. All right, so Christopher. What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I think there's a more terrestrial reason for it. Okay. There's just, there isn't enough evidence to, to make a call. Okay. 
cool. Unfortunately, there's not. No, there's, there's a ways. lot of sightings, but unfortunately, like you said, there is nothing completely 100%. There's no body. There's no photos. There's no video. There's no Insta, Twitters, or Facebook. There's nothing. Oh, sure. Imagine? But, I mean, that's just, not uncommon. Like, I, a lot of things sightings. we talk about is just anecdotal. And there's never anything. Like, probably 80% of the things we talk about is strictly I, I am still waiting for the accounts. new spate of uh, weird shit like Octosquatches and whatever that show up with somebody with an iPhone or Dude. a Galaxy S10 or whatever See, the, it may the be. The problem Dude, is yet. that we're we're all skeptical of video stuff. Always. If it looks right. too bad, you're gonna be like, "Why didn't you get? Why didn't you get a better?" Yeah, because the, the text there. And if it looks if too, it's good, too good, you're like, "Wait a minute, yeah. CGI." It's too yeah, fucking good. Exactly. So you can't. It's hard to trust. Regardless, I think to have been there in Murfreesboro in the summer of 73 would have been hellaciously fun. It's a fucking dude. It's a yeah. raucous party, I mean, dude. I might not want to have been part of the late night, you know, shotgun wielding mayhem fest yeah, in the just, woods. Because you're no fun. That's but I, mean. I would definitely have wanted to have been caught up in the zeitgeist of that oh, moment yeah. and gone out looking and probing around the Riverside Park and, and just going to the carnies and, and, you know, seeing where he looked <clears throat> at the ponies and whatnot. Yeah, 100%. But in a desperate fuck-sucking bid... To keep this thing corporeal, I'm going to say that maybe there is a little something to the Aqua Squatch. Not that I think it's amphibious oh, or that right. it's got like fucking mermaid right. fins, but that it can travel through water. And that's why it was so filthy all the time. It just it sticks to the edges, gets out and forages, goes back in and, and just because it's super strong and powerful and massive it can fight the currents it stays near the, the sides so it just lives its and, life waiting in water no but that's how it makes that's how it travels okay. that's how it can just show up in a place right. for a while and then you don't see it again until there's another flap you know a state away or six right. counties away or something yeah because i mean when, if think it's like when it gets to like a, like a dam it's gonna be a bitch yeah you, gotta you don't, climb you don't out wanna, at that point you don't want to go down you don't want to go a over dam. the dam not good you gotta get out and walk around but god damn it another dam get I mean, out walk around go down the other side what if it's like it's pain well, you know sasquatch or a like, lock system's gonna, like gonna fuck you up the amish in that if you fuck up you get like excommunicated and you just don't know what to do like um, this guy seemed lonely you know not be. aggressive pony loving and just like, or gal for that matter, we don't know uh, what gender like it was. He was like a sweetheart. Like, and just and he was you, kicked you get, out. You get booted out of the the Sasquatch clan you know and love for yeah. whatever other, reason. Some some faux pas, some trespass yeah. of codes and customs. The other fucking Nephilim were like, "Get out! You're not cool." All right, I'm not necessarily oh, Jesus saying Christ. that. <laughs> Nobody's saying that. I'm saying it, but Mark, I don't care. I'm saying it. The other transdimensional fucking folk are like, "Get the fuck out of here!" That's so he's, it. he's an ostracized cryptid. Yeah, who's just trying to make friends. Friends with a pony. Exactly. He's looking at the kids saying, hey, I'm a teenager. Hey, too. I'm Maybe just like you, man. I'm just like hey, you. Hey, man, you throw rocks at me. It hurts me. Yeah. Yeah. But all you're really hurting is yourself. You really, you've showed your lack of humanity, and now I'm going to lonely walk back to the river. Yeah. He gets stuck in a barn all day. Yeah, he can't get Dog's out. Dog's afraid of him. Yeah. 17,000 police outside. Shit. Moves on because That's he right. knows that he doesn't have a place in the human world. Or the Bigfoot oh, world. What a bummer, man! What does he, he do? Walks that alone. He walks. Oh, he walks. He listens alone, to Johnny Cash man. on a Walkman <laughs> and a tape because that's all he could find. He doesn't even know fucking how to get new batteries when they die. No shit. He's just listening to Sunday morning coming down. Oh, but it's man. all warped yeah, and slow because the batteries are dying and he's they... in the water half the time. Coming down. So he's a sad oh, Johnny Cash listening lonely Bigfoot that just. 
He's got no place in this world. All right. Well, I'm sticking with Nephilim and Interdimensional. Thank y'all for joining us for the Kryptonite Podcast. Um, How do we end this? I never remember. Oh, Lord. Patreon. Yeah. Patreon.com. That's a thing. And thank you, everyone who does that. Yes. Thank you all so very much. Patreon.com slash Kryptonite Podcast. $1 will get you a shout out. $5 will get you a shout out and some bonus audio. And we do some shouts coming out next episode. We're going to do some because we have a quite a little... We gotta catch up again. Right up. We got a little backed up there, so we're gonna do those next episode. Uh T Public, Hellerspace.com will get you there. You can grab yourself some um some t shirts, some hoodies, some long I'm wearing a hoodie right now, as a matter of fact. Yeah, oh, I'm that guy, I'm my own podcast, wearing the fucking hoodie for my own podcast. Yeah, Damn. it's just us. Oh man, all right, cool. You guys won't judge me. Yeah, you will. Um T shirts, buttons, pins, magnet stickers, check them out there. Uh, Insta, Twitters, and Facebooks, and the socials. Be sure to check us out there. Thank you all so very much for the messages, too, man. We get tons of fucking cool messages yeah. all the fucking time. So much cool shit. Oh, and thank you very much. Thank you kindly for the Reddit. There's people talking about us on Reddit. I go oh, in there and just take, kind of really check it out. Yeah, people are like, oh, this podcast is Reddit. funny. Or, oh, check this out. Or, check Reddit. that out. Well, hot damn. And I, I'm an old school Reddit. Had I left, you know, a while ago because it was getting a little shitty on there. But it's cool to see people having conversations on there and Reddit. It's still popular as ever, and we occasionally get mentioned. So thank you very much for your Reddit mentions. Sweet. Dope. Thank you all for your uh, YouTube comments, too. Rob's there catching up. But occasionally. Tri- tri-weekly, right? Yeah. You're doing it. You Give got take. it. All yeah. right. Cool. Um, so <laughs> and that's it, right? Is that how we God damn it, dude? I'm pretty sure. I'm, well, I, I keep forgetting shit all the time because I'm getting old. You are, yeah, I am. Yeah. Uh, there I, you have it. Thank I, you all for joining us. And we're talking to you soon. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you see that lonely bastard, throw him a ham hock, give him a hug, a couple of double A batteries, yeah. Show them how to use them. Maybe give them a, what are those old school fucking, uh, they're not like a, a CD Walkman. They were like a, a digitate player. Remember those, those, those digitate players? Oh, that weird players? in yeah. between tech. Get them one of those. Yeah. Get them weird. Don't, if you give them give a them CD the laser Walkman. Give them a laser disc of MP3 players. Oh, you might as well God, fucking right. tape M80s to his ass because fucking CD Walkman blow. The worst. Yep. We'll be talking to you. All right. Bye. Oh no, what are you doing? Oh no. I no. can't. Oh my God, there's going to be mold everywhere. Oh, oh my God, I'll dry it. Hold on, here's a paper towel in my pocket. Oh, yeah, no, seriously, he has a mold problem in his apartment. He does. It's not so much. We're going to like show up one day and be like, like mushrooms growing on. I might be dead. I'm going to be, you're going to find me in my bed. Covered in fucking moss. moss. Creatures. <laughs> yeah. Just promise me you will eat the mushrooms. Yeah. That come from me. Oh, like swamp thing with the fucking tubers. No so I can promise. be reborn. It'll be like the tubers. Yeah, where me and Rob have a weird sexual experience in psychedelic land. Weird. Okay, nobody said that. Boy. But. Yeah, no. <laughs> no oh, say, I'm, not, gonna, I'm not eating fucking Chris's corpse fucking we're gonna mushrooms. Have we're gonna have and I'm not going to have psychedelic it. mind sex with said mushrooms. It's with not, you. It's right, not real just, sex. Just eat the corpse sex. mushroom. Right, you don't have to mushroom. Take all the fun out of stuff. You know what? I see what you're doing. You're trying to, like, you're taking the fucking off the table so that you're like, no, just eat the mushroom. Just, I'm yeah. like, still yeah, no. Why? You, you would not eat my mushroom. <sighs> if it would, like, save your life, I would do it. I he's just said, I might be, be able to be reborn. through our love. Yeah. But, like, inside of us in some No, we make him reborn. 
boy, you don't even understand the fake science behind this, do you? You're just gung ho. You, he'll just agree because he doesn't really understand. You carry Chris for nine months. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. There you well, go. Will I be nursing as well? Yeah. Good. Oh, no, he's, he's going to be reborn full size, Chris. As we last left him, yeah, what that, if he that needs that the chlorophyll from my teats? No, yeah. no I won't. I, <laughs> I'll, I'll make I sure. I need all of the it. paperwork. I need, I need all the fucking. I'm gonna leave a note. The, Can't you just I need the fine print? There's gonna be instructions. Can't yeah. you just live on a whim, man? All right, fine. Fine. All right. The goddamn corpse we'll, mushrooms. Fine. We'll have crazy mind sex, and Chris will live again. All right. See, exactly. This, we're, we're not doing this for our pleasure. We're doing this for Chris's life. Yeah, this no, is a necessity. Just follow the instructions. <laughs> you guys are the fucking worst. And continue. All right.